For Parsha Shemini, my original plan was to talk about non-kosher food, and I even had uh, the basic structure of what I wanted to do, even the basic jokes that I wanted to deliver, basic direction. But with the passing of Rav Chaim Kanievsky, Zatzal, I decided I should be talking about that topic instead. We find in this week's Parsha the idea, the story of Nadav and Avihu, and the idea of the passing of tzaddikim and the onus that it placed on the Jewish people and the loss that it was for the people as a whole, not just for the family of Aaron Akoin. So Chazal tell us in Parshas Achremos that the, that the death of the Bnei Aaron is referenced right next to the Avodas Yom Kippur to tell us that the Misa of tzaddikim is mechaper like Yom Kippur, that the death of Tzadikim presents a kapara. And Aaron Cutler in the Mishas of Aaron and Shemini writes the same way that Yom Kippur is mechaper that's with tshuva, it's not just by itself, so too the death of a tzaddik being a kapara is because the death of a tzaddik brings us to tshuva. It awakens within us, it's ma'oros to tshuva. So Rashi brings this Gemara in the Parsha. So the Gemara says, the Pasuk tells us, that the Mikdash would be come Kadosh through my Kavod. And it says the Gemara, Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu saw that that means that there's going to be a death of some. Kedoshim, that's going to help him Mekadesh, the base of Megdash. And he says, Aaron, I didn't know if it would be, I thought it would be us. But now I see that it was Nadav and Avihu. I see they were even holier than us. And they died to be Mekadesh, the name of a Baruch Hu. Meaning that in a dish, even though there was this element, obviously, of a punishment for some dakidakos of a mistake that they made, but the death of the Bnei Aaron brought about a Kiddush Shem Shemayim. Then Aaron was awarded for Shtika, for accepting it. And Hashem is glorious. The Gemara says, read it, from those who are Kaddish to you. When Hashem does Din with his Kiddushim, he's Misyare Umisao Mishalel. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu enacts judgment with the Midas Hadin on his Kedoshim, then it leads to greater Yerushamayim and uplifting of the people and praise of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So the death of Nadav and Aviyu was a vehicle for Kedoshim Shemayim, and it brought about an aliyah to the people. It brought about a greater appreciation for Midas Hadin, and that's something that we're supposed to take to Zavarim from the death of a tzaddik is it should be ma'oros to tshuva to appreciate HaKadosh Baruch Hu's midas haden. So I want to discuss this topic a little bit. It's a difficult chazal for me to understand because Rashi brings it on the words Hashem shall be honored before the entire people because of their death. Because at the end of the day, this is a difficult story for a lot of people. And especially... The whole topic in general of when HaKadosh Baruch Hu does din with tzaddikim is a difficult topic. There's all say for Eov about addressing the question of tzaddik viralo, of the suffering of tzaddikim. So when HaKadosh Baruch Hu executes the Midas Hadin, how does that inspire people? How does it? How can we just say that it brings such praise of HaKadosh Baruch Hu? 
So it's, it's a difficult, uh, it's not the kind of thing where there's a one-word answer that's going to sit with people. It's more the type of thing that a person has to work on. How do I digest this? How do I understand it? How do I accept it? But I'd like to share with you a, gema, a medrash. It's a pretty famous medrash. It's in Parashas Toldos, Samachay, in the Bendrash Rabbah, about how the inspiration that Yitzchak took when Yaakov walked in says that he tapped into two descend, future descendants of Yaakov, and one of them was named Yaakov Ishtzororos. He was a nephew of Rabbi Yossi ben Yoezer Ishtzreda, according to the beginning of Herke Avos. Then he was, uh, he wasn't, he was a, uh, I guess, a, a rebel, and he was riding on his horse on Shabbos, and he was riding next to his uncle who was being taken to the gallows. And he says to him, Uncle, look at the horse that I ride, look at the horse that you ride. See, I was Michal Shabbos. I did what I wanted. I parted my whole life. And look at the glory and good fortune that I have. And you slaved yourself away learning Torah and serving Hashem. And look at how you're being treated. Who's the fool in this situation? So Yosef and Yosef turns to him. He says, if this is how Hashem rewards those who anger him, Kavachomer, how he's going to reward those who do his will. So his nephew looks at him. He says, uncle, has anyone done the Ratzon Hashem more than you? He says, and if this is how Hashem punishes those who do his rotzon, Kavachomer, how he's going to punish those who anger him. And it says, it says it penetrated him very deeply, like the heiress of an achna. And it says he went and he did the Abramisos Bezdin on himself. I can get into the graphic details, the magic details how he managed to commit suicide in a way where it, where he did the Abramisos Bezdin on himself. He felt such pain, such remorse over a life lived the, way, lived the way that he did. It says, of Yossi ben, this happened apparently very quickly, Yossi ben Yuezer looks up in Shemayim and he sees his coffin floating in heaven. He says, ah, oh, small amount of time, this guy beat me to Gan Eden. In other words, that he took this Musr to heart, this, ex, this Musr to heart, and he did tshuva for a lifetime of rebellion. So there's time for Shemus here in the idea that this person doing tshuva he was able to reach that level and tap into something, and it was so hush of such a person turning himself around like that, that this is something that is one of the two people that Yitzchak smells when Yaakov walks into the room. But the that inspires him to give a bracha. The question I want to focus on a little bit is what changed here? What meaning he knew, meaning he was seeing his uncle being punished, and once it was framed to him that this is an expression of the Midas Hadin, that hit him like a ton of and that there's a lot worse coming for you, that hit him like a ton of bricks, and he changed and he turned himself around. That it would seem from the story that there's a certain receptivity we have once we understand what's going on, once it's framed properly for us, that and there's an idea that a person can tap into the chesed Hashem when it's framed properly. Like a story that a person, like, oh, this is, this is actually Hashem's chesed, that I... Shem's doing a kindness for me, reframes it. But a person has a story reframed that this is not just cruel and usual punishment, this is like Baruch Midas Hadin, then he was able to tap into that and made such an impression on him and it reminded him that he's here with a job too and that he can't just do whatever he wants and he's going to be held accountable for it. So I know I'm not directly answering the question, but I think it's, it's a difficult chazal for me, this chazal and zvachim, but I think that's the pshat. I think the pshat is that, of course, if a person wants to be a cynic, then, you know, Eitzonis is very difficult. Sadiqim talks at length about how Kodesh Baruch brings tremendous yisurim on the lights because that's the only way to wake him up.
obviously a person has to understand that this is an expression of the Bias Hadin. And even if he has questions, so you see when you Ezra might have had questions, maybe even I'm sure Yakum didn't answer all of his questions, but this was an expression of the Bias Hadin. He recognized it for what he was and he was able to tap into it. I think that's something that we're supposed to take from the Midas Adin being exactly on a tzaddik, you know, for example, a tzaddik passing away from a heart attack suddenly, that this is something that we're supposed to tap into and appreciate HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Midas Adin, and daven for HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Rachmanus, and may it be Ma'oros to Tshuva into greater levels of Avodas Hashem. We have the Suros Tovos. Have a wonderful Shabbos.